Hey, you guys, and happy Saturday night. Yes, I'm up with you. It's not too late, but um, <clears throat> welcome to Nadi's World, of course, with your girl, Nadi. Yes. So it is Super Bowl weekend minus 24 hours tomorrow. We will be on Super Bowl Sunday. Yay. Right. But most of y'all probably not here for the game. Y'all want the halftime show. Okay. So we really don't have any, we don't really have like a, a theme or any title to talk about, but we're just probably going to catch up on things that happened this week, especially with the Grammys recap. We're going to do that. We're going to definitely speak on Super Bowl Sunday. I'm going to give you a little bit of who that and um, pretty much we're going to kind of roll off of that. So I'm not trying to be on with you guys too, too long because I'm kind of busy myself, but uh, I'm going to just break these things down to you. So. First things first that we should all spew. First things first before we even get to it. Now, you guys know tomorrow is Super Bowl Sunday. That's Super Bowl 57 for those of y'all that don't know. Yes, this is the 57th one I'm saying. <laughs> so we have we have the Kansas City Bay Chiefs going head to head with the Philly Eagles. So may the best team win. But we're not here for all of that. Mm -mm -mm -mm. We're here for the entertainment. So the halftime show will be done by Miss Own, Miss Bayesian Beauty herself. Record collecting, seam stealing, had more charts on the hits than most. Miss Rihanna. Okay. But before Rihanna graces the stage that she hasn't been on in about five years, we have um, also we have a. Uh, Chris Stapleton, who will be singing um, the national anthem. We also have actress Cheryl Lee Ralph, who will be singing, who will also be doing Lift Every Voice and Sing. And also Babyface, he will be doing America the Beautiful. So yes, lots of performances tomorrow, but de definitely this weekend. This is definitely Super Bowl weekend. So the parties, the entertainment are galore or gearing up. For tomorrow, all eyes are on Rihanna. All folks will be in Arizona and we'll see which team wins. So, of course, Rihanna pretty much has spoken, had a, had a conference. I wouldn't say a conference, but like an all press kind of situation earlier this week. And um, she even spoken to um, Entertainment Tonight, who really had who really was uh, behind the scenes with their questions, <laughs> you know, she was definitely saying that she definitely has nerves of steel, but she's going to go out and give it a great show. She said she hasn't been on the stage in some time. So it was so it was hard for her to kind of give 17 years she's been in the game of her body of work into 13 minutes. Because now, because honestly, all performances at the Super Bowl, obviously, are usually 13 to 20 minutes. So depending on the catalog of work you have in music, you're trying to blend all of that in, but most importantly, to give a good show. And she said that, you know, she wants to give a good show. She wants to keep it to her roots, but she's not. I mean, she, you know, she kind of gave hints here and there. But most of you guys think of 17 years that Rihanna has been in the game. She has a lot of work, a lot of body of work and a lot of music. So you kind of go, hmm, what's she going to do? Is she going to go back to her Caribbean roots? Is she going to keep it upbeat? Is she going to have duets? Because let, let's talk about it. She has, she's worked with many, 
We're talking about from David Guetta to Drake to Eminem. You know, Katy Perry might pop out. You know, anyone. Anybody might pop out. You never know. She may have a guest star. Who knows? So we will definitely see what Miss Fiona got in her bag. She's very excited. She says since, you know, she was even asked about this a year ago to do the Super Bowl when she was expecting. But she really didn't give a definitive answer until then. And she and she pretty much, once she had a son, you kind of get a new a new retrospect on life. Mostly, you know, when you're a parent, you, she said that usually she feels like she could take on the world. And yeah, as a parent, you feel like you can do any and everything. You're like a superhero. So you feel like you got this. So, um... We shall see if she's got it, <laughs> which she probably still has. But, you know, she's going to grace the stage. She hasn't performed. She hasn't performed in quite some time in five years. So this is going to be the first one. So definitely she's been working day and night. So let's see if all that hard work has been put in. But yes, please tune in to Super Bowl 57 tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Um, The halftime show. I'm not mistaken. We'll probably air around six thirty, if I'm not mistaken. So kickoff, I kickoff, I think starts if I'm not mistaken. Let me make sure I get my things right. Kickoff does start around six thirty, six thirty ish. I'm not too sure when the halftime show comes on, but I know Super Bowl Fifty Seven is in full effect. It will be airing tomorrow. So yes, tune in for the halftime show with Miss Rihanna. <laughs> Definitely. So um. Yeah. All right. So Grammys, 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 Grammys. Have any, have you guys tuned in? Yes. It's probably been told to you all week long about, you could say what happened at the Grammys, what went behind the scenes a little bit and what we do know and what we, well, we don't need to know, but yes. Okay. The Grammy Awards was pretty much in, in, in in this in its own form but at the same time this time around um host trevor noah who got to host the awards again i think he's hosted it for about two or three years now pretty much gave us a grand tour of who was seating who was seated where was everybody and stuff like that performances was performances uh performances were by Bray uh um if i'm saying her brandy carlisle harry styles lizzo um there was a tribute to there was a tribute to Barry Gordy. There's also the reading of the names and the and um the memorial that included Quavo who got to pay tribute to uh, take off. That's also um Mirren Mir okay I forgot her name Mirren Moore Mirren Morris do not hear, do not shoot the message if i forget her name you guys Marin morris she also did a tribute to uh tammy wynette also as well um i'm probably forgetting every performance every performance by now i do i am so sorry my brain goes in and out um like i said nominations included beyonce lizzo kendrick lamar um harry styles and the list goes on respectfully out of all categories that Beyonce was nominated in nine, she got four. Kendrick Lamar, if I'm not mistaken, he got two out of the eight nominations that he was that he was nominated for. And I think Lizzo, out of her nominations, got three. Record of the year went to Harry Styles along with um 
you could say um best pop if i'm not mistaken also went to him as well um sorry about that <laughs> i hear it's just a little bit these braids yes you guys i got braids it's a little bit so kind of scratching <laughs> i'm sorry about that i do apologize definitely because i'm being distracted oh yeah okay um yes so pretty much awards were given out and that's pretty much as far as i know who um there was a little bit of surprise um for best new artist there was a there was a young lady by the name of some um samaya joy she hails from the bronx she had to do it out with nine other best new artists which i felt that one of them should have gotten that one because i didn't know too much of the other artists that were in that category except for except for that one personally speaking don't that's just that's just what i know also um Also, Bonnie Raitt, Bonnie Raitt, as most of y'all know, beat out her competitors and shocked everybody when she won in the category, I think, for best, uh, best pop, best pop, best pop. I'm not sure best pop album or best pop song. I'm not too, I'm not mistaken. I'm not, I'm not sure. Don't let me be wrong on that, but I will correct myself later. Um, also, also. Jay-Z felt that, you know, that Beyonce should have won in that category for album of the year. But at the same time and token, Beyonce also snagged up pretty much being the most decorative artist thus far who have won more than any, any person, any, per any person. I think she surpassed even the guy that she was, you know, that she surpassed him for being the most decorative artist that won any grammys period so so far you know beyonce has won 32 in her career thus far and remember you guys she's not only started winning grammys when she was in the group destiny's child but when she went solo over 20 years ago she's been simultaneously winning award winning grammy awards every year so imagine pretty much uh pretty much having awards in your over 30 something career and that's pretty much how long she's been in this game. You can go from night from ninety seven, and then add on the twenty years that she's had a solo, a solo recording, solo recordings. So that's twenty years, and it will be twenty years she's been a solo artist. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the day she put out, the time frame she put out, um, dangerously in love. So yeah, that's twenty years, and then another another set added on so that's about 30 years in in the rec in the recording game and then to have 32 grammys not only as a not only not only from being a solo artist but also being in a group that counts as a lot and then getting all these grammys by yourself not being in a group but now doing your own solo thing so you know congrats to her 
and make she continue her success. So I just think that she broke in records that night. Not so much needing album of the year because it really wasn't no make me. It wasn't gonna break her no how. But you know, to be the most, to be an artist that's most decorative, to receive more, more Grammys than anyone, and just to hold, not only hold, I'm not even say hold that record, but to smash it simultaneously with no grease. Come on, stellar, stellar. Okay, um, hmm. Like I said, I had parts. I had parts of the show that I actually liked. I, I definitely was like, okay, this is what's up. So the tribute, the tribute to uh, Barry Gordy, as most of y'all know, Barry Gordy is the founding father. Okay, the proprietor, <laughs> the grand pootha, if you want to, if you want to put it out there like that, of Motown Records. He was the one with the Motown sound, the man behind the machine that pretty much pushed out a. Uh, that gave us the Motown sound. Now, let's talk about it. I mean, he gave us Diana Ross. He gave us the Sensations. He gave us the Jacksons. He gave us Stevie Wonder. He gave us Martha Vandella, Martha, uh, Martha Reeves and the Vandellas. And the list goes on and on. The songwriters from Smokey Robinson to Tom Bell to, uh, I mean, the list goes on and on of the people that he conducted out of that, out of, out of that, out of Motown. And Motown still runs to this ouch and Motown still runs to this day not only with him still being behind behind the scenes but Motown was his baby that he started long ago in Detroit Michigan to be exact but yes Motown is still still is his baby to this day and Motown is still running you have many people that you know sat in the Motown from Gerald Busby to um this child's name he oh my god i'm gonna get in trouble for not knowing his name oh my goodness many execs have been behind the mastermind of motown but nobody knows the motown sound like barry gordy okay just saying so in the tribute to him of course you had um you had chris stapleton who was holding his own <laughs> you had the marvelous and legendary stevie wonder you had Smokey, Smokey Robinson, y'all, Smokey Robinson. He's still clicking on all cylinders at the age of 82 with the record coming out called Gasms, okay? He's st- <laughs> Gasms, all right? I'll put it to you like this, okay? I'm going to just be honest with you. If Rhino Isley can still make hits and I see Isley Brothers and no disrespect to him or his brother Ernie and still and still turn an eye from these young little girls calling him Zaddy, I guess Smokey can join in the join in the fray too. Cause remember now, we was all doing our thing back in time with Smokey. Come on now, just to see her. Come on. Smokey has been making hits since we all can remember. And yes, did we grow up on all his hits? Yes, yes. So with him coming out with an album called Gasm, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not surprised at all. Smokey, do your thing. And then also you had up and coming group one more, which y'all probably are not familiar with. Y'all probably not familiar with the group, but the name, if you... <laughs> Sorry. 
If you are familiar with the name, it does have a little bit of meaning, and I'm going to tell you why. This group is signed to Mary J. Blige's uh, record label, okay? And they are, they are brothers, they are siblings, but they have a famous father from another male band. If y'all guessing this from Boys to Men, absolutely. And their parental advisory is nobody but Wanye Morris. Yes, guys. So, yes. One more. One more is pretty much siblings, but that their father is Wanye Morris. Yes. So, um, yeah. They also got to perform on the stage, too. So, they pretty much were... um. They sung along with Stevie Wonder. Um, I think they were um they were doing a Temptation song. I'm not sure which one it was, but they were holding their own. They stood on that stage and they held their own. I'm not even gonna put. I'm not even gonna hold you. My eyes was glued to Stevie <laughs> and them. Just saying. Um, when Smokey came out and did his rendition of Tears of a Clown, they were right there. They were. They were not playing. They. They were coming to work. I know that they did. And they were not disappointing at all. Not at all. Shout out to y'all one more. Y'all held your own and you was up there with legends. Okay. Pinch yourself. That's more to add to the career and a notch on the belt. Y'all were performing with the legends. <laughs> Make no mistake. So, um, kudos to Chris Stapleton. Like I said, he held his own. He was not, he, hmm, that guitar, girl, he was coming for it, I'm saying. But also, it's nice to see legends out here like Stevie Wonder and Smokey. But most importantly, Stevie, Stevie Wonder, I wonder, he's still out here. So many blessings to him and I hope he can last for as long as he can because it's good to see legends out here still making music, still playing like it's no tomorrow because we lost so many legends y'all so many so many that we can't even count but it's good to see that it's refreshing okay so in the memoriam tribute it was a little bit of friction behind the scenes when um it was a little friction behind the scenes. Pretty much TMZ and Entertainment Tonight kind of got an earful when they heard Cardi B fussing. But she didn't know. We didn't know who it was. So as she was walking out, you know, about to um give the Best Rap Award, you know, Kevin Frazier of a, of um E.T. asked her, who were you fussing at? What's going on? She was like, hmm. you know, Cardi being that, that awesome laugh she has. She said, I was trying to get them to get into my dress. But meanwhile, back at the ranch, she was fussing both at Quavo and um her husband Offset. Because it's pretty much has been a, I wouldn't even say a lot of friction, but I'm not sure if they got into it before the tribute was supposed to happen to the point where Quavo got on stage himself and did the, did the tribute and left Offset up out of it, um, you know, which caused a lot of tension because again, I mean, both of these gentlemen lost <clears throat> lost someone very close to them of uh, that was of family so tensions are going to be high because again you know it affects them which affects the family which affects anybody in their circle and it's going to affect them for a very long time but i just think that they definitely needed to just come to i wouldn't even say come together it's not about you guys it's about what has transpired and what are you going to do moving forward because again what affect 
you know what effect he's had on people including you guys and others in 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 that too it's it's for everybody to feel away because what shouldn't have happened to him shouldn't have happened it's not even about being at the wrong place at the wrong time it should have never happened never went down and it's just something that you know you just got to be be careful of and be considerate of you know people don't care about life and you got to care about your life because at the end of the day it's not fair to have you up out of here because of so much foolishness it's just not so that's pretty much what happened okay like I told you guys in the last episode it is 50 years in hip-hop so of course they did a tribute to the 50th the 50th the 50th years of it being hip-hop so ll said there will be a part two because they couldn't fit everybody into into the his into into the um performance tonight and yes there was over 50 performers there was only there was 50 performers that performed in that whole rap segment um it was done by quest love and two other people so i'm waiting for the next part for part two, because I definitely want to see what came, what come to be. Now, of these fifty musicians, of rap artists, you had, you had LL, you had Queen Latifah, you had um, Salt and Pepper, and that included Spin on the ones and twos. You had Run DMC, you had Rakim, you had, um, you had Glow, uh, Glorilla, you had Little Baby, you had. Um, you had Nelly. And there was more on that stage. Split Star, Busta Rhymes, you can name it. Now, there was some that was, I wouldn't say left out, but there was some that needed to be in there because they went from the beginning, the 80s, the 90s, and today. And there's quite a few that were missed. And I don't care what nobody has to say. Whether these these rap artists are no longer here with us, they deserve to be in that in in, in that realm too. Because they also were a part of history. They also were a part of hip hop. They were also why why things in hip hop were changed. Because whether it affected you of of any kind or wherever you come wherever you came to be. Rap music was there. So I do hope there is a part two. There better be a, a part two. Because LL, Questlove, and anybody else who's affiliated with that, I'm going to nail y'all behind to the cross for this one. Because y'all left out a lot of people. Now, I, I also got that some people were kind of kept out of it. Because they also started, I wouldn't say they started hip hop, but as far, you know, for y'all FYI, you do remember that. The first Grammy of Best Rap Album was given to in the beginning was definitely um, held by Fresh Prince and DJ, uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff, who I did see in the tribute also. They were the first ones in 1988 to be to get the Best Rap Album, but that part was not televised. And that led pretty much rap artists to boycott the Grammys because at the same time, rap was big. Rap started out in 1973 and y'all wait until 1988. So between 1988 and going back to 1973, there was no rap category. So the first time that this is celebrated 
and there's actually recipients that won that, that was not to be televised. So once that guy boycotted and the Grammys had to make sure they televised it, that left the door swinging right open for the person that we know is the funky headhunter. Don't hurt him. And sold and sold a million millions and became a billionaire off his records was Hammer. And I forgot about that. Hammer rolled in the fact of happy rap right after Kid and Play. Because his rap, his, his music, his music was definitely upbeat. It was definitely, uh, you know, it was definitely something for everybody to listen to. His rap music was secular, if you want to be funny. His rap music was fun, upbeat. It was pop. It was R&B. Had a little jazz. Definitely a little rap. And then, you know, people were saying that he was too soft. And when he put out the Funky Headhunter, then we was like, what the hell? And then made a record called Pumps and a Bump. What the hell? We was like, what the hell is this crap? <laughs> but a lot of people wanted Hammer to change up his image because they thought he was a little too soft. And remember with hardcore music back in hardcore music in 92, as times were changing, it had a, um, it was changing pretty much. And we went straight to Seattle after that part. Because with the rock music, you know, people wanted Hammer to change up his image because they say he was too pop, too pop. He wasn't rap. So you know what happens when that goes. You got something to prove and you like, screw that. I'm this. That was that. So what? But anyway. So I just think when they do a part two of the of the history of rap and they have a performance of that magnitude quest love get on it. There was a lot of people that you left out and I want to see it. I want part two to be spectacular. Just saying. No tea, no shade. Because... Yeah, I had mad guys and only, what, three women? Three, four women? Because, uh, where was Yo-Yo? Where was MC Light? Okay? Just saying. I, I, I was great to, grateful for the fact that y'all had Queen Latifah, as you should. You goddamn right. Speak on it. I was glad that you had Queen Latifah. I mean, um, I'm sorry, I said that. I'm glad that you had Salt and Pepper, as you should. And I'm glad that you had Glorilla. Her boy, I like Glorilla. I don't know. I don't know why. Her voice. <laughs> you wouldn't expect her to talk like this or her voice sound like this. But I think it's I think it's authentic to me. And that's just what makes you get a listening ear to it. You like, yo, who is this? She's starting to grow on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not coming into the ratchet, but I like her rapping voice. That is so freaking cool. I'm like, well, goddamn. <laughs> I like her rapping voice. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. So what? So what? So what? <laughs> I like her voice. She started to grow on me. But yes, I just think for part two, Quest Love, yeah, I'm talking to you. I definitely want y'all to do the justice on having on having more performance into this because we missed quite a few. I'm not saying that the rap part of uh, that that performance it took me back because I knew every rap song. I was like, dang, took me back. So hopefully with this part two performance, I'm hoping it get y'all get in y'all bag, y'all stay in y'all bag, and y'all just do it, just rip it. Okay, so, um, yeah, I guess that puts a, that definitely puts a, um, 
a wrap on the Grammys. I think I don't have nothing else to talk about for that one. That puts a wrap on the Grammys. Until next year, y'all people. <laughs> but let us move on. Okay. So we're going to do a who that. So y'all know that this month is definitely black history. So with my, with this segment, it could be, I could throw a show out at you. I could throw a music person at you. I could throw anything at you, but watch this. Okay. For that, who that, check this out. Okay. This black sitcom pretty much aired Okay, this comedy, okay, this black sitcom pretty much aired as a family getting it all together. A family, uh, uh, a couple, children, and a mom. But also introduced us to a neighbor that we would just, that we just was like, what? But over the course of the seasons, that's nine of them, we started to grow with this neighbor. And this neighbor came more than just the next door neighbor pretty much he had an alter ego he was definitely heavy on the machines and always had an unrequired love for his neighbor which grew into something even more with him just being himself and her realizing that she liked him truly being himself we learned to dance from him we learned of him being proud of who he was, but also standing up for unjust things as well. And this show has taught us a lot of life lessons and a lot of a lot of things that we deal with today from gun violence to racism. To appreciating who we are from not lying. You can even say with not so much marital issues, not at all, but just working out problems and finding the source and just being a wholesome family in only 30 minutes. So, again, this pretty much is the longest running sitcom for, you could say, for the loving nation that is of the blacks. It's the third, the third longest running sitcom ever. Nine seasons. 200 and... Almost 215 episodes. Y'all give up? (laughs) Y'all give up? I hope you do. Because this sitcom happens to be what really matters? Family. Family matters. (laughs) Yes. So that's our who that for this point. Okay. Um... Our next episode, I'm not too sure what we're going to be talking about. I'm probably going to come up with something. We're definitely going to um fill you guys in on a recap of the Super Bowl performance by Miss Rihanna. So we're definitely going to do that part. So um before I get up out of here, because I'm going to be jetting real quick. Um, Sadly, um, I'm not sure you guys know about Lisa Ray. Lisa Ray. Just lost her mom today. Just lost her mom along with um, third runner up in Dancing with the Stars. Y'all know Shangela. Shangela participated also on RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, um, her, uh, she or her, him, 
reported that he lost his uh, grandula. That's his grandmother. Um, them two were closer than close. Um, you seen his, um, you seen his or her grandmother show up to the show to give her support, give her support for him or her or for him when he participated in the um, Dancing with the Stars. So yes, rest in peace to um, many condolences go out to Shangela and Lisa Murray and Lisa Ray. It's hard losing a matriarch and it's hard losing a parent. I can relate to both those things. So, yeah. And lastly, but not least, <laughs> I want to wish a very special birthday to the one and only legend in the making. You guys call her the vocal Bible. I call her the woman next door. She's touched our hearts in acting singing philanthropist okay all around all around you could say great woman <laughs> yes y'all miss brandy happy birthday to you girl happy birthday to you girl i'm still going back in time to when i first saw her at the mother's day concert here in the NYC it was so cool it was so cool I still get flashbacks from that from that night oh, oh, oh a breath of fresh air but yes happy birthday to her and also today on the flip side of things is the anniversary of when we lost Whitney <sighs> yeah so pretty much I didn't want to leave on a sad note but I wanted to say that part so Next episode, recap of the um, halftime show. And we'll probably have many more things to kind of dabble in. So until then, you guys stay safe. Later.